0: hello hey welcome to the podcast
1: welcome to the island
0: welcome to friday island i've prepared a little song to matt for our first occasion i don't know about this for our very first podcast episode i have prepared a song and by prepared i mean i will do it on the fly great here it is let me hear it it's our first episode and you have joined us and we're gonna talk about some spooky things and it's gonna be scary, but wow. kinda funny. Kinda. Of. And it's gonna be great. And you're gonna subscribe and love it. First episode won't be the best. We'll get better as we go. <laughs> Solid seven out of ten. You'll see the potential. Great. Did you like my song?
1: That was really good. Thank you for that.
0: I think um I think I have a chance on the mask singer. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. For sure. I, I, I would wear like a octopus, maybe. Mm,
1: you're very octopus.
0: Eight eight <laughs> mics in each hand.
1: Wow, that's brilliant, actually. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> They're all on. Only one's in my mouth. They're so just picking up a bunch of like whooshing wind noises. Oh, I love and, it. And like uh, room tone in the audience. I love it. That'll be, that'll be great. Can that happen? Uh, yeah. Um, is it what? Nick Cannon, can you, uh, Nick Cannon, can you can you hook me I've up? I never watched it. Yeah, Nick Cannon's on everything. He is, but he's not on this podcast. So if you're looking to escape from Nick Cannon, is it Nick Lachey? No, 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 no. He's Nick, also on every. He's other also hosting. on everything. Yes. Uh, Who hosts? It's Nick Cannon.
1: Well. You know what? No, no problem. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never watched it. I'm sorry. Listen, no, there's nothing wrong with fact checking. I'm
0: sorry. If you want to break from the nicks of this world, mm. neither one of us are named Nick. Friday Allen yeah. podcast is is unless escape. if your
1: name is Nick and you're watching, in which case, welcome.
0: <laughs> in which case, escape from yourself and come <laughs> listen to us.
1: Also, to clarify, after that song, mm-hmm. not every episode is spooky. <laughs> right. Just. This is coming out on October thirtieth, so it's spooky themed.
0: But every episode will start out with a song, with a. You want to commit to that? <laughs> I don't want to commit to that. Okay,
1: don't commit to that. It it
0: would just be a surprise. Great. Where you where you don't think it's coming, but then awesome. you are either pleasantly surprised or unpleasantly mm. terrified.
1: Great, yeah, I was definitely both of those. Okay, good, yeah, good, yeah
0: welcome to the island the first episode first episode of the friday island podcast Mm. you know zach and i have been hanging out here on friday island for a decent amount of time since we got kidnapped in our sleep yeah that Um, was
1: that was wild i was scared at first and then i was like
0: oh this is nice actually (laughs) right right
1: and then I, I actually loved it.
0: We got to go to this tropical island where you just watch movies, TV shows, play video games all day and talk about it.
1: It was honestly more of a rescue than a kidnapping. Right. Just a rescue from the rest of the right. world. Right.
0: Which they really should have clarified. Yeah. Um, but in their defense, I am a pretty heavy sleeper.
1: That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Neither of us
0: are. <laughs> Cut to me just being dragged and screaming. <laughs> And just bawling my eyes out. I don't want to go on vacation.
1: <laughs> I don't want to go to an island where I can only watch movies and just hang out and not have to worry about
0: responsibility. That's too specific for me. <laughs> it sounds too good to be true, but it is. Too good to be true, but it is. Yep. So, But it seems like you arrived here much easier, our listener. You just arrived via robo.
1: Or not easier. We didn't have to... Yeah, I mean, know, we didn't that's, do any that's work. That's a heck of a workout.
0: We just had some burly your arms are men carry us. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm surprised how you fit through that door with those big biceps. Would rowing do your biceps?
1: I feel like it's like all of the arm stuff. Probably biceps, forearms, triceps.
0: We need to call <laughs> those twins from, from the social network that just did oh, the, uh,
1: the winkle um, boss. Yeah, twins. yeah, yeah, the winkle boss.
0: We need to we need, we need to call the the bosses the the <laughs> wink the winkly bosses.
1: <laughs> the bosses of winking.
0: The bosses. of winking. That's what they
1: invented, right? They invented winking.
0: Right. While Zuckerberg was over there inventing Facebook, they the were Zuck. like, "We could only blink one of our eyes," <laughs> and the ladies that were nearby were like, "Oh, day, oh day." and thus Winking was born
1: and thus Winking was born
0: but anyway thanks for arriving via Robo. I'm glad that you found us Uh, although my biggest question is were you trying to find us or were you just out for a row you know as people do yeah and uh, got swept up in a storm kind of Mm -hmm. like a Wizard of Oz type situation and just kind of landed on a magical island and now you think you're dead
1: yeah Uh, yeah <laughs> it's, it's like a peanut pan neverland <laughs> or, yeah i or mean or that's pretty Moss. much our island i think
0: right. yeah it's very tropical very rain foresty mm-hmm. uh we have some nice beaches we do um uh, but with all the beauty of the island we choose instead to stay inside this basement and watch tv shows watch movies play movies you talk about it yeah because who needs the outdoors who needs the outdoors you know if every day is on a Tropical Island, you get a little bored of it.
1: It's so true. It's so true. You really start to not appreciate it. You'll right. get there. You'll get you'll,
0: there. You'll you'll definitely get there. I yeah. know right now you are begging to go for a nice hike or a nice romantic walk on the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the doors are locked mm-hmm. and you are going to sit here. And there's no romance here either. There's so no romance. Good luck. We are completely plutonic. <laughs> plutonic. 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 Uh, just group of dudes talking mm-hmm. about things. So yeah. doors are locked. You're going to sit down and uh, we're going to talk about The Shining today. Yeah. We're we'll talking talk about movie. The Shining. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, as you know, like we said before, this is our weekly sleepover on Friday Island. That's the name of our island. Because it's always Friday. Uh, And since it's always Friday, we always have sleepovers where we talk about anything and everything. But mostly things that interest us because this is our show.
1: (laughs) Right. We're talking about movies, video games, books, and other stuff.
0: Just your usual sleepover conversations if you are us. And we are us. And we are us. My name is Neil. And I am Zach. And we, for better or for worse, are your co-hosts. Yeah. (laughs) I, 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 I can't imagine someone having a sleepover and being like, we're going to talk about the rainforest and the ecosystems in the rainforest. Uh,
1: that's a different podcast, I think. That's, that's a, a different, different island. <laughs> that,
0: that's a different sleepover yeah. type thing. I, I could see sleepovers talking about like theoretical stuff like time travel and mm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a sleepover conversation in middle school will be like, how do we best add another branch to the government or something like that that's not our podcast kids don't talk about that we no. talk about things kids talk about yeah except
1: uh, as adults
0: as adults we are full-grown adults yeah <laughs> and we are legal <laughs> so you can listen to us <laughs> never thought i had to clarify that that we are legal
1: uh but they're shining I'm so excited to talk about this.
0: You want to uh, tell our guest what the, what the Shining is, just in case they...
1: Uh, in case if you've been living under a rock.
0: Or if during your rowboat Wizard of Oz type situation, you hit your head yeah. on a flying witch. On a flying witch yeah
1: because <laughs> wizard of Oz.
0: because wizard of Oz. Uh, yeah. everyone knows when there's a tornado there's a witch inside that's why we haven't seen any witches
1: yeah they're just swept up by tornadoes they're always stuck in tornadoes <laughs> it's gonna suck to be a witch
0: <laughs> except during halloween they drop down in salem mm-hmm. massachusetts
1: yeah where we went to we yeah there recently yeah
0: we went there recently uh they walk around salem and mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. do witchy things
1: and it was very packed.
0: And then another tornado Don't comes. do go during October. Yeah, no, 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 Also
1: during a pandemic. Right. We got off the island. <laughs> we got off the island. <laughs> that is a thing you can do. You, but you like You
0: can only leave for one uh, holiday.
1: Yeah, you, you got to like pay in your points to do that. You know, you'd like what build points? up points by by just being analytical about films and TV shows. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, you for earn Every points. like good comment yeah, you make, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get a point. You earn points and you have to get like... 30,000 points to go anywhere (laughs) it's the worst like reward (laughs) yeah it really sucks (laughs) it's one point per good comment right
0: so you have to be like and it's completely subjective
1: yeah oh yeah so i have a lot of trivia to share about Mm -hmm. the shining so neil why don't you give the overall basis for the story for anyone living under a rock
0: anyone living under a rock or just hasn't seen the movie because i feel like some people just Don't see... Like, I haven't seen a bunch of classic movies.
1: Fair enough. I haven't either.
0: Some people just don't get around to it, even though they say they will, and it sits in their watch list for years.
1: Well, if you haven't seen it, watch it, please. If you
0: haven't seen The Shining, there's going to be a lot of spoilers. Yeah, a lot of spoilers. You might as well stop now. Every episode has spoilers. (laughs) But don't stop listening to our podcast. Just give up and listen to the spoilers and then watch it. Yeah. 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 Okay, so The Shining (laughs) is about a dude... He's a full-grown man. He's not a dude. He's a he's a man.
1: Are dudes strictly not full-grown? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it depends on the context. I guess so. Uh, so uh, Jack Torrance, who is played by Jack Nicholson, he is a struggling writer, and he hasn't been able to get that get that idea down. He mm. has some solid writer's block. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm been there
1: been there done
0: that Mm -hmm. so he has writer's block and he's looking for a job to help him with that so he goes up to the overlook hotel which in the book is in colorado in the in the movie it was filmed in northern oregon and he is hired to make sure that the hotel gets upkept during its off season during the winter season check on the boilers make sure the hotel doesn't Freeze to death, even though it's not a sentient being. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it? I don't really know what the specifics are of upkeeping the hotel, but it's it's really just like the mechanical stuff, like upkeep. It. Yeah. Uh, why they hire a writer to do that is beyond me.
1: <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even matter. He doesn't end up doing. No, any he it. doesn't do that anything. That all goes on Wendy. His so
0: wife. yeah, so he gets the job. He goes up with Wendy and his son Danny to. Uh, keep the hotel and his thought process is: while i'm up here at this hotel for x amount of winter months i can get a lot of writing done
1: yeah some good seclusion good headspace yeah
0: some good family time too mm-hmm, to just mm-hmm. hang out in a empty hotel which they may or
1: may not be haunted which
0: may or may not be haunted but they're not allowed is. to go anywhere they just stay there which like as a kid I would love that.
1: Oh, me too. To be
0: able to like run around, go look in every single hotel room. Ride your little bike around. Ride your little bike see around. See some little ghost twins. See some ghost twins, yep, et yeah, That's his yeah, yeah. classic childhood stuff. Classic yeah. childhood. So as he's taking care of the hotel with his family, starts to get some uh, cabin fever, starts to go a little crazy. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: they start to see some things, some stuff happens, gets a little avant-garde.
1: Oh, it does. And then it ends. Yeah.
0: And that is Le Shining. Oh, important thing that I neglected was their son Danny has something called the Shining. <gasps> Hence That's the, title. the name of the movie Yeah. In the book. Yeah. And the condition. Is it a condition? It's like a it's power. It's like a
1: psychic power, I think.
0: Where he um do you wanna explain what the shining is?
1: Yeah. So the shining is interesting because it's sort of At least in the movie, it's very, like, up for debate whether it's this sort of psychic power or just basically, like, what is it? Because he can basically communicate to other people who have The Shining and he can sense, like, ghosts, I guess. He can
0: communicate in his mind. Yes, in his... Technique. not like talking like, right, like else. everyone else <laughs> maybe i have the shining do we're you talking now shining? we're talking on a podcast do you have the shining <laughs> cia we don't have the shining don't come for us please
1: <laughs> the, the cia is actively looking for people with the shining <laughs> actually they might be at our stranger things episode yeah
0: <gasps> <laughs> shout out to our next episode Shout out to with 11. mk ultra mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, okay yeah so um danny has this weird psychotic no psychic psychic psychic, psychic not psychic psychotic. ability oh
1: and his whole this is an interesting thing fun fact which isn't even included in my trivia but i just happen to know it mm-hmm. uh So, the fun thing about Danny's shining ability is that Mm -hmm. he doesn't, because he's a kid, he really doesn't know what it is. His own family doesn't know what it is. He moves his finger up and down and he uses this other voice and he calls that voice, which is in his head, and he says that it's living in his mouth. He calls that Tony. And that is actually the shining. But obviously, being a little kid, he doesn't know that that's.
0: Tony is the shining?
1: yeah for him
0: we could have just been calling the shining tony the whole time (laughs) we
1: were going to review tony
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna talk about the movie tony
1: stanley kubrick's tony do you have tony too uh he calls it tony and funny thing about that is that that actually wasn't in the script or in the book at all the kid started doing the finger thing I think Tony was in the book, but the finger thing was not in the book or in the script as well. So that that was that
0: was done by Danny Lloyd, who played Danny. Yes, correct. Wow. That's Just a creepy. little stroke of
1: genius. That kid was. That kid's cool. He's a professor now, a college professor. Does he
0: still have Tony?
1: I doubt it. Is, is I mean, Tony I'm sure... his
0: professor's assistant?
1: Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Who like grades
0: all the? I love it.
1: Stuff. For him. I'm sure his students are like, do Tony.
0: Do Tony! Do Tony Tony Tony, Tony! Tony! Tony!
1: And he's like, I hate <laughs> Can we have Danny Lloyd on the podcast? <laughs> yeah.
0: Can we, no, no, Tony. We want Tony. Tony just Tony. Tony. <laughs> and, and Danny Lloyd will show up and we'll be like, you're not Tony. And he be like, I have Tony. We're, okay, Tony, but no Danny. We don't want Danny. We don't want Danny. <laughs> don't want Danny. <laughs> so The Shining is, by all intents and purposes, a slow burn. It's two hours and 26 minutes long. Um, I feel like if you would just take all the stuff that actually happens and not like the suspense it it would be pretty short cuz not a lot happens.
1: Yeah. Like, it's not like action heavy.
0: Right. There's there's not a lot of there's a few big moments
1: especially at the end.
0: That are built up to with a lot of smaller moments. Yeah. And and that's just I think a attributed to of course director Stanley Kubrick who is a master of that kind of slow burn type yes, cinema. He is. But then also it came out in 1980 where you don't have a lot of visual effects heavy stuff because you didn't have a lot of that. So (laughs) a huge amount of that should go like praise should go to director Stanley Kubrick for creating this masterpiece of slow burn horror. Um, I really
1: miss that kind of horror yeah you get you get that kind of horror every so often these days but you really just get jump scares and crazy things and ah dark hallways
0: right yeah you know whatever so zach you said this is your favorite movie yeah can you uh tell us why it's your favorite movie
1: i i just really appreciate horror when it's at its best and I also really don't appreciate horror at its worst, you know? Like, it's a love-hate relationship. It is. It totally is with horror. It's It might be my favorite genre because I feel like with horror, there's a lot of room to do whatever you want. You know, you get movies like Get Out, which are like social commentary horrors, but then there's also a lot of great comedy in it. Or you get movies like Happy Death Day, which is like fine and it's the kind of movie that you've seen like a lot of times and it's like it's groundhog day but you're dying yeah. you know
0: what's what's so funny about Hawa? i i love that you say that you can do a lot of things with it because Hawa is categorized by like what's scary is the unknown yeah right so because it's unknown you can do a lot of things
1: with yeah it. exactly
0: it way opens up that door
1: exactly you can do like fantasy horror you can do horror horror
0: so so what what about the shining
1: (laughs) what about the shining it's it's i i love that it's a slow burn and it's so brilliant how much suspense is packed into this movie and i don't feel like we get that almost ever anymore you Mm. know the visuals are incredible the acting is so like bizarre at times which stanley kubrick had them film like so many takes like an obscene amount of takes for every scene and that brought out the weirdest performances in these actors and you can really see it and it's unsettling you know yeah and just the scope of the hotel and there's just a feeling that you get with the shining It just kind of makes you feel uniquely stuck there. Midsummer also feels similar to me, which is another one of my favorites. You just feel Mm. so stuck there. Right. Just something about horror. I think what I love about horror beyond just that there's so much room for creativity is that you really, really, if it's good, you'll really feel like you're in their shoes, you know?
0: especially in like a single location yes horror flick like the shining i mean there's some locations in the in the beginning where you see like their apartment mm-hmm. in in their car but for a majority of the time you know it's in the overlook hotel yeah and which you is start so to huge. feel that cabin fever that they yeah
1: feel. it's so huge but it's also so isolated and plus it's like mm-hmm. freezing outside obviously so right. you know you don't even want to go outside
0: So obviously with a movie like The Shining that's objectively good, you know, a lot of people say that this is a really good movie. There's not a lot of things that I would have to say or you would have to say that like we don't like about this movie. I think there's a couple moments that just feel a little wonky, feel a little weird. I don't know if it's the editing or a line that they should have cut or, or whatever, but that's also kind of the 80s. And that's also Kubrick doing his own vision that I might not completely realign with. But other than that, I mean, I think this movie is a masterpiece.
1: I really have nothing bad to say about it. Yeah. Every single thing in this movie, I'm like, yep, it's perfect.
0: But you do have some trivia to say. (laughs) I
1: have a lot of trivia. Do you not? I sure do. All right. First off, I want to make it very clear Mm -hmm. that Stanley Kubrick is famous for being incredibly meticulous about details. And as such loads of theories have spawned over even the smallest details but his notorious meticulousness may not actually be true
0: what
1: right i know wait wait wait, wait wait
0: let me get some water and i'll do a spit take oh okay okay okay. go here for we it go. yep uh gulp 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 oh, bleh!
1: yeah great thank you for that that <laughs> added a lot all right thank you Okay, there's a lot of conflicting information about whether or not he actually was so detail-oriented, and he very well may not have been. So when you hear different theories about The Shining, just take it all with a grain of salt, because it's completely possible that these were just, like, filming mistakes or, like, something that was overlooked. I mean, he did do, like, hundreds of takes for every scene and every shot, even, in a lot of his movies, so it's perfectly possible that some details ended up changing because there were so many shots and just the way that it was cut together looks kind of weird um
0: but also taking place in a haunted hotel it works
1: it works <laughs> it totally <laughs> you works You just
0: write it off oh the ghosts are being uh, yeah. silly boys or it
1: just like adds to the feeling yeah. and make you feel uncomfortable and it it does work
0: you know that that classic preconceived notion that Ghosts, when they're dead, will just waste their time by throwing things or moving things, and not like actually doing things. Right.
1: I mean, I would do that if I was a ghost. It just kind of. No, you wouldn't. I totally would. You
0: would just do that because you see ghosts in movies do that.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I would. Either way, I would do that. That said, it's also totally possible that he actually was that detail-oriented, especially with The Shining, which is full of bizarre details, and Mm. it's honestly hard to believe sometimes with some of these details that they were mistakes. So basically, be open-minded, but salty. (laughs) Oh, and also, just for the record, when we talk about really any movie, or any creative anything, especially a movie like The Shining... We're separating the art from the artist, Mm. right? Because there's a lot of controversy around Kubrick sort of abusing
0: definitely abused yeah
1: shelly duvall yeah um definitely she was losing hair on set and like crying very regularly people had to console her because he was just giving her such a hard time but it was a great performance (laughs) yeah
0: when 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 it comes down to it we here on friday island are firm believers that it is possible to like something without liking the creator of it or thinking that they're necessarily a good person, which right. Stanley Kubrick, I think, undeniably is a creative genius, but yeah. that doesn't make him a good person. Per se. So, yes. I mean, he
1: might have been a great dude, but at least From his, what we've heard. From what he, we've heard with Shelley Duvall's experience, right. not very nice of him.
0: So when when it comes down to something like that, you know... It's, it's it's up to your personal beliefs and convictions. If, yeah. if you believe that the way that he treated people on set makes you unable to watch a movie, mm-hmm. uh, one of his movies, then that's completely fine. We're not right. going to fault you for that. Um, if you believe that some of the later Resident Evil movies, for example, had stuntmen die on set. Right. If you don't want to watch that movie because of your convictions with that, then that's completely that's fine too but yeah. art is a public space it's something that is publicly available and we're not going to fault you for your convictions on whether or not to watch it yeah. just as we'd hope you wouldn't fault us for deciding to watch it and separate that yeah
1: 100 percent. so now that we've got that settled mm-hmm. <laughs> onto the theories although he was i guess really really cool with danny lloyd like <laughs> he had a great experience <laughs>
0: it's 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 that uh meme uh, where uh, you're gonna have to cut out me thinking about it, but it's it's the meme where um, oh oh okay, it's it's like that meme where Gordon Ramsay like talks yes, to yes, the adult yes, cook yes. and then talks to the kid cook. Yes, that's and it exactly. He talks to the adult cook. He's like, "You effing donkey!" And then he talks to the kid cook, and he's like, "Oh, come here, beautiful." <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that's it exactly.
0: That's exactly. This what is it. perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's a yes uh anyway so danny danny's vision in his bathroom at the beginning of the film is not just a vision what it's not just a regular old vision of like whatever it's actually a look into the future he sees the elevator spilling blood which his mom sees months later at the end of the film he sees the grady twins at the end of the hallway which he sees later at the end at the hotel and he also sees himself screaming in the hotel, which is actually a reaction to Dick Halloran's death.
0: Dick dies. You know that. <laughs> no, Dick. <laughs> great guy, great guy, well, yeah. that Dick Halloran. Honestly. So, so, so was that Tony like warning him about the hotel?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Like, bro, listen, you go to this hotel, you're gonna be mopping blood. Yeah. You're gonna be mopping blood from an elevator.
1: Yeah. I you're gonna
0: scream about it because it's gonna take a while
1: too bad he's a child and can't be like oh we should not go there
0: right he just sees those and is like that's that, spooky that would be spooky i don't want to go where that's going oh a hotel? sick
1: yeah exactly <laughs> let's go there exactly one of the strongest lessons to be learned from the shining is on procrastination
0: procrastination mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah
1: So much of the film shows Jack procrastinating and doing anything but actually writing, which is the main reason he chose the job, to get some time away from the rest of the world and focus on his writing. But time and time again, we see his typewriter with just blank pages and Jack standing apart from his typewriter doing anything else. He also blames his inability to get solid writing done on his wife, even though we only see her very kindly interrupt him once. To, like, feed him? Yeah, to give him food (laughs) and be like, hey, maybe we can hang out later. And he's like, no!
0: How dare you! Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. Maybe if he'd had better self-discipline, he would have gotten some solid work done. He might not have gone insane looking for anything else to do. Maybe things would have ended differently ultimately his procrastination ended up killing him
0: that's like so true with procrastination in general totally like yeah you're you're gonna say you'll work on it at some point yep you know but you never do Mm -hmm. so you try to like get this workaround of like oh well i need to be in a secluded space yeah i need to be in a haunted hotel to get this (laughs) i need to there's no other way exactly uh but then it doesn't end up and you blame everyone else because you gotta have some scapegoats yeah if you don't have a scapegoat, then what's this all been for? You know, you know, yeah. know what I'm saying? What
1: are you going to do with that goat?
0: What are you going to do with that goat if you're not going to scape it? If you're not yeah. going to put it on a skateboard and skate it out, <laughs> That is not what a scapegoat That's what you do. <laughs> when, when, when you say, okay, I can't write. Get over here, Bucky
1: bucky the goat bucky the goat you, yeah you
0: named it after sebastian stan from the mcu <laughs> you put it on a skateboard and you say go bucky and you give it a slap on the butt yeah and it rolls down the hill buying all the way Do goats baa? i don't think so sheep ba. goat scream Goats it's scream. Just it's a screams as true. it goes down a hill i <laughs> oh god! I want to see that <laughs> like a the, and like that san francisco yeah yeah, like yeah. heavy hills. It's just like super
1: far and down just, ah! so steep yeah
0: see and what that does is that distracts everybody yeah so that they're no longer asking you why aren't you writing yeah and that's then you can get some writing and done. then you can get some yeah. writing done because yeah. people aren't asking you uh to eat a sandwich and spend time with them later
1: yeah like god why would you even ask right. trying to work here
0: trying to work gosh
1: the indian burial ground trope goes real deep in the shining real deep that's sort of a pun <laughs> unintentional because buried deep okay i don't get it all right well (laughs) we hear early on that the overlook hotel was built on an indian burial ground so right off the bat we know that the people who built the hotel showed blatant disrespect to the native americans who buried their dead there Mm. on top of that we see abundant native american style decor one of them being a mural which we actually see jack repeatedly whipping a ball at also showing his own disrespect now bear with me here this is where it gets a bit crazy I'm ready. When elevators are built, their foundations go need to go deep underground. Mm. So the blood flooding out of the elevator shows that the hotel is clearly very much haunted and that the spirits of those buried there have not forgotten about the disrespect shown to them. It's like the elevators went deep underground, filled up with the blood of those buried there, came back up to the first floor, and poured it all out over oh. the hotel.
0: That makes a lot of sense, right? I, I was always like, "Why does it come out of the elevator?" Because mm. you just assume elevators like go up, mm-hmm. but they also have to go down because of all the cables yeah. and stuff. It's gotta go way so down. They gotta down have a really into... deep foundation. Yeah,
1: yeah, and of course, just by proxy, they would have to disrupt some of that burial ground, right? Right. So yeah, the music also follows this theory. Much of it is vocal, especially in the opening aerial shots of the car driving to the hotel. And at the end, the scene in the maze at the end of the film even has chanting, like hundreds of ancient spirits getting their revenge, toying with this guy's mind. I'm sure that Kubrick did this intentionally to show that the spirits are in full control of these events. Now,
0: here's here's a question. What is with Americans and building things on Native American burial ground?
1: I think that this is where that...
0: Cliche came from that trope. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not just talking about the cliche, but I'm talking about like in real life. Hey, I, I mean, cliches don't come from nowhere, right? Uh, well, like, yeah. like they, they come from real life. Yeah. But, um, like, what is if you know it's a Native American burial ground?
1: Just have some respect.
0: Build it somewhere else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just like, apart from saving <laughs> yourself from haunting have some respect
0: do it somewhere else like we we just watched uh poltergeist the other mm-hmm. day yeah same and thing they build it on top of a cemetery and they don't remove the bodies yeah what did you think was gonna <laughs> yeah. happen
1: like it's not that hard to predict going to happen. why
0: did you do this okay i know it's a great spot for a hotel right mm-hmm. it's nice in the mountains it's nice and secluded but it's mountain ranges are pretty big. There are other spots, yeah. in the mountain, yeah. where you can build your hotel,
1: yeah, easily. Just and then awful. maybe
0: you wouldn't have this issue. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Native American burial grounds, don't
1: leave them do alone. It. Leave them <laughs> leave alone. Them
0: alone. <laughs> so that's
1: the lesson that we're here to teach you today. That's
0: what <laughs> you know. Friday Island is, uh, it, well, first of all, it's an island, so it's a naturally occurring land mass yeah uh but uh we have a firm rule to stay away from native american burial grounds first and foremost out of respect Mm -hmm. but even if respect was not a concept we don't want to get haunted yeah no so it's a win-win yeah you don't get haunted and you show some respect
1: exactly for the love of god show your respect thank
0: you for coming to my (laughs) ted talk from which we are not sponsored
1: yeah (laughs) does ted talk sponsor anyone i don't think they do
0: no. Yeah. No. Especially not us.
1: Definitely not us. The famous quote, Here's Johnny, was not in the original novel or in the script. It was improvised by Jack Nicholson as a reference to The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson.
0: That's how we should have started this first episode.
1: Oh, my God. That he- would Here's
0: the Friday Ellen podcast. You <laughs> 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 have to say it really fast. <laughs> and we have to break down a door for the sound effect. Yeah. We go, Here's the Friday Allen podcast. And then, like, The audience screams. Yeah. Because they're like, oh no, but also kind of interested. But also, what a great hook. What a great hook. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared, but wow. But wow. (laughs) Us while watching The Shining. (laughs) I'm scared, but wow. But wow. (laughs)
1: 100%. The layout of the hotel makes absolutely no sense, which is part of the reason why I'm sort of inclined to believe that Kubrick really was meticulous about The Shining. For example, the hotel owner, Mr. Allman's office, has a window, which makes no sense because if you track the movements throughout the hotel, just look at a map, which we, I have a link for a map of the hotel in the show notes, so check that out if you're interested. If you look at that, you'll see that there is no room for a window there. There's, it's just a room surrounded by halls. And if you track Danny's path through the hotel on his bike, it's even more clear that the layout makes zero sense. So that's one of my favorite things about The Shining I think. It's just so many details like that just add to it, you know. Right. Just this it's like a maze, but it also doesn't add up at all. It's Which brilliant.
0: mazes the best mazes don't, right? The best exactly. mazes are the one that you turn the corner and you're like wait but i thought this would be that yeah you know yeah Yeah,
1: exactly the grady twins weren't actually supposed to be twins
0: those are the ghost girls right yes okay
1: in stephen king's novel and in the original screenplay the girls are eight and ten But when the twins, who play them in the film, auditioned, Kubrick thought that they were so creepy that he decided to keep them in as twins. Uh, Originally, there was going to be an extra scene at the end before revealing Jack in the 1920s photograph, where the hotel owner, Mr. Ullman, was going to tell Wendy, who was in the hospital with Danny after escaping the hotel, that the hotel has been thoroughly searched and they found nothing out of the ordinary. This means that they didn't see Dick Halloran's body in the lobby, Jack's body in the maze, the hacked up door, anything. But Kubrick ultimately decided not to go with this ending, because he preferred the idea of keeping it open-ended, and he felt that Wendy and Danny had already gone through enough.
0: You see, that's because... Tony warned Danny and was like, you're going to have to mop up a blah, blah, blah. You're going to have to do all this. So right. Danny was the one that cleaned up, <laughs> took care of the bodies, right. buried it somewhere else to not further disturb the Native American yes. burial ground. Yes. Tony was just trying to save him for some work. He mm-hmm. was like, listen, Danny, mm-hmm. buddy, yeah. I know you want a vacation. Wait, wait, wait. I should do it in the voice. Danny, buddy, I know you want a vacation. So don't go over here or do a lot of mopping.
1: That's Tony. That's
0: Tony. Uh, that, um, that's some. Uh, yeah, that's that's the trivia. That's that's some good trivia. There it is. Um, I feel like you went out of your way to find stuff that I didn't know, which is cool because I feel I like didn't. I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't.
1: Honestly, a lot of this just came from my brain. I've seen this movie more times than mm. I can count. I only referenced like one site that I used for facts because pretty much everything was just. Watching it so many right, times and just knowing and just yeah. studying it, I watched this movie once three times in one day. Wow, it was actually like a very intentional film analysis. Thing Your I poor hearing. eyes no, they were fine.
0: that's two and a half hours I mean by the end, I was three, exhausted, but yeah, that is seven and a half hours mm-hmm. well um if if you're like me and the number one thing that you don't like about horror films are jump scares <gasps> um. We when we talk about horror films, we're gonna have our jump scare index, which we get from where's the jump.com. Great website, we're not sponsored by them. They do the hard work of counting the jump scares and telling you where they are. So the thing about jump scares is you can already tell where they're gonna be because there's like that build-up to yeah. it, but you never know when that loud noise is gonna come from. Yeah. And thankfully, this movie only has three minor ones, three minor jump scares, because like I said, it's a good horror movie that doesn't rely on jump scares. It's a slow burn.
1: Subtle, subtle horror. So if, for you, the most part. if you
0: don't like jump scares, you can watch this movie and be fine. Yeah. There's only three minor ones. We might as well just list them to you with their time codes. Again, which we got from uh, where's the jump.com. Spoilers here, but there's been spoilers this entire time. So you're Get used to it. it. <laughs> you're in the thick of it. Uh, first jump scare comes at 50 minutes in where there are several quick cuts to the twins lying in the hallway covered in blood.
1: Mm. Again, not R-I-P. an actual
0: like that jump scare, but these are minor jump scares.
1: They're very minor.
0: Next one comes uh, almost 20 minutes later at two hours and eight minutes where Jack jumps out and attacks Dick Holloway with an axe.
1: That's a bit more jump scary. Like you might actually jump at that.
0: Right. <laughs> Jack jumps. huh. <laughs> thanks you're welcome and then the next one comes four (laughs) minutes later at two hours 12 minutes where the quick camera quickly pans to show a bloody man standing in the hallway behind wendy
1: also really not that much of a jump scare
0: again these are minor jump scares.
1: the second one is definitely a jump scare the other two were not
0: so the they, they happen all within like a 25 minute span yeah um but zach this movie is pretty confusing I got some questions. For you. <laughs> I got some questions. Uh, our questions segment has to do with either logical inconsistencies, uh, plot holes, or just... Some of them are just jokes. Mm. Some of them are just jokes. Yeah. Because... they uh, are like jokes. <laughs> this show is a joke. This <laughs> show is a them. joke. <laughs> yep. So, I got some questions. A um, couple of them are serious. Here's a serious Let one. Let me hear him. Do you want me to answer them? If you can. Okay. Have Wendy and Jack... Taken danny to see a psychiatrist because of his friend and what did they say i know there's the lady in the beginning Mm -hmm. but it seems like this has been a reoccurring issue
1: i'm pretty sure that's the only instance that's the only instance i i don't think that we're given any reason to believe that he's seen anyone else ever okay but he totally should especially after the overlook
0: yeah (laughs) after the overlook he's like no, I'm, I'm okay now. Yeah, I'm good, no, actually. I'm good. I think that actually really helped. Yeah. It was very therapeutic. <laughs> very therapeutic. Very cathartic for me.
1: Yeah. Some <laughs> people
0: rub seaweed on their skin. I rub uh, blood that comes from elevators. Mhm. Yep. While scrubbing it with a mop. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Next question. Did Danny really go his entire life without meeting someone else with The Shining? Until meeting Dick Halloran. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's a young kid. I think he's like six or something, so.
0: Six years is a long time.
1: I guess. I think, well, the implication, I think, is that there's not a whole lot of people who have the Shining. Mm. It's, like, pretty rare. Or they might
0: be trying to hide it.
1: Oh. that could Because be. of
0: the CIA kidnapping them right, and of forcing course. them into tanks and hugging Demogorgons. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, you already kind of answered this in yeah. trivia, unfortunately, but I think it's still uh, important. How did all that blood get into the elevators? <laughs> and where did all that blood go after the elevators?
1: Where did it go? That's a really good question. did
0: Danny mop it? Or is it imaginary blood? Is it spooky blood? Spooky and it's not blood. really there? Go, 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 play! So we already talked about that, but here's a very important question. If Danny did play with the twins, where they say, Come and play with us, Danny, that's my impersonation. It's great. Uh, what would have happened? Would they have just been in the game room all day or just go <laughs> run around the maze? They did like show that? up in the
1: game room at the beginning of the movie. Right, they so. just wanted
0: to play. They're yeah. like, Dope, another kid? Yeah. Let's play some pool.
1: That honestly could be.
0: Let's throw some darts. (laughs) And Danny (laughs) just assumes they want to do harm. Well, I mean, he did
1: have like a flash vision of seeing them chopped up.
0: Well, that's the thing is that they've been chopped up. They've had not a very great end to their life. They just want to have some fun again. Oh,
1: poor Grady twins. That's
0: sad. If you're listening to this podcast in a haunted hotel, give those ghosts a shot.
1: Yeah. Maybe they just want to hang out. They're probably just sad. I mean, they're children. What's the worst they can do? Right.
0: Uh, Probably a lot. Children if, are crazy. <laughs> they are nuts. <laughs> nuts. If you do get murdered or otherwise uh, harmed because of my advice to go play with some ghost children, uh, we are not liable? No. You could just say that, right? And it's fine? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's legally binding. <laughs> yeah. Legally we are not liable. <laughs> don't don't sue us, please. Just don't, don't worry about it. Don't haunt us from beyond the grave. Yeah, please. Um, next question: How often do people need to be rescued from that maze? I know, oh that, I know that they mentioned that it's yeah. a very hard maze.
1: Probably a lot. I and would who think. does
0: the rescuing?
1: Yeah, and do they get lost?
0: And do they get lost? And <laughs> is it just a never-ending it... cycle? <laughs> Speaking of never-ending cycles, how often do they throw get uh, ghost parties? Mm. Is it just a ghost party all the time?
1: I don't think very often. We only see one in the film, and it's at we the see... end of the movie.
0: Two. 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 Yeah. Two. Yeah. Because of the imaginary one that Jack has, which could be in real, the, could be a vision. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, will Wendy be paid for all the work that she actually does to upkeep the hotel?
1: Oh, God, I hope so.
0: I know that in the book, the hotel explodes in the end, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. of the, the boiler and stuff. Uh, but in the movie, that doesn't happen. Will she get the money that Jack would have gotten?
1: I would hope that she would get that and compensation for the horrible things that happened. Right, right. I would hope so. But there's also a sequel, Doctor Sleep, which I have not read. I did watch the movie, Uh but that's not what this is about. No, so we're not going to talk about (laughs) it. No.
0: We will acknowledge it, and then we will probably move on. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: it's also not Kubrick, even though they tried to make it look like it was a sequel to Kubrick's The Shining, but it's, like, really not.
0: So uh, they just kind of leave at the end, Wendy and Danny... Do they just leave? <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, the hotel owners coming back and being like, okay, there's a dead body in the lobby. Uh, there's a very rotting dead body in the maze.
1: Well, it actually wouldn't be very rotting if it was frozen. That's right. Yeah. I know dead body stuff. You... <laughs> I've studied.
0: If, if, you are, if you have dead body questions, Zach is your guy. Honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, so does Wendy ever find out about Jack's fate? Or does Danny? Because neither of them see him die. Danny no, escapes they don't. and just goes.
1: I mean if you're going off of that deleted script piece thing, that they end up going to a hotel right. and that almonds like, oh, there are no corpses, nothing out of the ordinary. If you're taking that as like canonical fact, then that's what happens. Right. But you're also not technically supposed to believe that if that's not in the film. So, it's not canonical, right?
0: So, obviously, we really enjoy this movie. A lot of people really enjoy this movie. But some people don't like this movie. Not so much. So, we're going to do our bad reviews segment where we take some bad reviews from the movie reviewing site Letterboxd, who we are not sponsored by. Follow us on Letterboxd. (laughs) Was that a ghost? What was that? I didn't... A spooky? Was that a spooky? Oh, my God. I'm so, so scared
1: <laughs> but you should probably listen to that ghost I mean, you some good to advice there. there yeah yeah
0: so it's it's an app where you get to review movies so we go through and we rate and review rate and review movies and we go through and we take the bad reviews from the movies that we're talking about so zach before i read you the bad reviews for the shining some bad bad reviews mm-hmm. so the bad reviews about the movie that are written badly yeah um What do you think a genuine bad review of The Shining would say?
1: So definitely people would complain that it was boring. Um, Definitely complain about Kubrick's treatment of Shelley Duvall, Mm -hmm. which is fair. Mm, I can't think of anything else. This movie's flawless.
0: Maybe people complain not enough action. Yeah, sure. Like gore. I was going to say not enough blood, but there's literally an elevator. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. Or like, I don't understand it. What was even happening? I don't mm, get
0: it. Mm. Alright, well let's let's read some bad reviews. Let's do it. Bad reviews. Bad reviews. Half a star. Absolutely terrible movie. Nothing good to say about it. Except that the mother was a very good mother and wife. This was a horrible movie. Do not understand the clout at all. Extremely boring. Yawn! <laughs> he says they in all caps so, mm-hmm. so well yeah I, I love that they rate movies based on how good the mother mm. is as a mother and as a wife which yeah. I feel is very sexist <laughs> I feel like that's well, pretty sexist
1: it might not be sexist but it's definitely biased it's definitely biased definitely biased
0: half a star sorry I guess I'm just too pretty to enjoy this
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't know what that's saying about you and me yeah
1: yeah God, We're not now pretty I'm enough sad. to enjoy it. We're not pretty enough to enjoy My life movie. goal has always been to be the prettiest.
0: To be the prettiest, to be able to not enjoy Scooby movies.
1: Yeah. What
0: is what does looks have to do
1: with whatever.
0: Half a star. I hate it.
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> some, some really good feedback. Yeah. Great feedback. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Really valid points.
0: Half a star. The only good bit was him throwing the ball at the wall. And then when it ended... This person just loves disrespecting Native American
1: art. <laughs> he loves that.
0: Or he's just about... We're, we're like it, it was a tennis ball, right? Or was it like a plastic...
1: I don't know. I don't think it matters.
0: <laughs> he he just loves bouncy... He just loves bouncy balls being thrown at walls. Yeah. That's his thing. When,
1: have you ever thrown a ball at a wall, dude?
0: Oh, I have thrown balls at walls.
1: It's... It's really it's a... It's an experiment. That's what it's, Danny it's needed experience.
0: to get rid of Tony. Yeah. As a throwball at ball. Yeah,
1: what was he even thinking? Mm.
0: Half a star. <laughs> there was no yellow character. Just yellow poster. Very bad. Very bad? Very bad. And I I need explanation. Know, I, there is none. Oh. I don't know if this person was being racist. Yeah. Or if they... Thought this would be an episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If this was supposed to be a treehouse of horror, they mm-hmm. were like, why? Where's Homer?
1: The treehouse of horror episode of The Shining is fantastic.
0: I, most treehouse of horror episodes are. Yeah.
1: Have you seen it though? It's in, it's.
0: Very yes, good. it's really good. That's
1: actually the first time that I was exposed to The Shining.
0: So. What yellow poster is he talking about?
1: The yellow poster, the iconic one.
0: The iconic shining yellow poster? Yes,
1: like genuinely. Oh, you're I'll, not joking. I'll pull, no, I'll pull it up. Um, It's it's literally the one on Letterboxd.
0: That. Oh, I, I thought it was like... <laughs> okay, so he's talking about the actual release poster. Yeah. Like the marketing material for the movie. Yeah. I thought he was like, there's a yellow poster... In the Overlook Hotel, and it's oh. great. And I love it, and I wish the people were yellow like that poster was.
1: <laughs> So misleading.
0: So misleading. We will share that poster in the show notes yeah. as well, so you can see what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, or you could check out my letterbox, because it's there, because it's my favorite movie. What?
0: What? <laughs> Half a star. Clapped. 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 I don't I don't know if they mean, like, I clapped because this was bad or I clapped because it was good, but I accidentally gave it a half a star because I don't know how stars work.
1: Is that, like, young people slang? I don't know. Clap,
0: clap. Half a star. The best character in this was the carpet. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, same. And uh, that's our episode on The Shining. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, but as you can see by the clock, it is now 14 a.m., uh, which means it's time to go to sleep.
1: 14 a.m. 14 a.m. You go by military time on Friday Island. No, it's
0: by Friday Island time. It's oh. F-I-T. It's fit. Fit. So we get fit as we look at the time. <laughs> it's
1: fit time, y'all. It's fit time.
0: <laughs> we all wear Fitbits. Yes. Yeah. From whom we are not sponsored. Yeah. I don't and even we, have one. And we, and we do fit stuff. Yeah. Because it's the fit time. Yeah. Yep, so Mm -hmm. just because it's sleepovers every day means we actually need to sleep and rest up for the next sleepover, Mm. which the next one we'll be talking about. Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 11. (laughs) 1-1. It's a twin. It's scary. Ah. Who is that? No, 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 no! It's eleven is one one eleven, and, uh-huh. and like it's a twin oh. twins of one one. So wow. it's, so it's gay. that's
1: that's our segue between the shining. That's our segue. And Stranger it Things. was really bad, but <laughs> that's what you get. So, <laughs>
0: we're gonna go to sleep. Feel free to. Row, whoa, whoa, your boat back to the mainland.
1: Or don't. Or you d- could stay here. You should, stay you should here. probably do just that. Just stay here and. You uh, know what you should probably do is subscribe. Oh. Oh. oh rate and review our show.
0: Uh, you can also check out our website on FridayAllenPodcast mm. We'll be posting the show notes there and stuff. And yeah. We have uh, links there to our Letterboxd accounts. So Other
1: social media stuff too.
0: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the big boys. All the big all boys. All the big monopoly boys. Yeah, yeah. You can follow us there. Thanks for joining us for our very first episode.
1: Yeah. So so glad to have you here for this.
0: And now we'll do uh, a very special outro song, which I have prepared for <gasps> oh my our god. outro episode. Oh my god. I'm so for ready. the outro of our first episode. Here we go. That was. Our first episode, it was... Okay, but there's potential, so keep listening.
1: We had to cut out a lot of things, which you won't hear. Mmm, behind-the-scenes stuff. Shout-out to Natalie for being a
0: editing goddess. She's our producer, and also my wife. Also your wife. That was our first episode. Mm. We hope you liked it. Now please subscribe and go to our website. We worked hard on it strange things are about to happen on our next episode (gasps) stranger
1: things there it is you did it
0: but until then keep skating your goats down down the hills
1: don't worry every episode will get a little less scrappy a little less scrappy (laughs) just a little bit just
0: a little like two percent less scrappy
1: yeah it's just gonna be a slow painful climb (laughs) (laughs) to professionalism
0: all right well uh we'll see you next time for some strange things yeah we'll see you there bye 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 This show was hosted by Neil Feeney and Zach Shutt. Album art and graphics were designed by Becca Pinkham at Rebecca Ann Designs. This podcast was produced by Natalie Feeney, and you can find show notes and sources from today's show on our website, fridayislandpodcast.com.